0: Welcome to the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I am your host, Jay Nixon, and this show is all about disruption, inspiration, and transformation. My purpose and passion behind doing the show is to give you information, resources, and knowledge to help you move to the next level of life, to help you live that life of abundance and awesomeness that I know that you desire and I know you deserve. And so what we're going to do with each and every episode is bring you an action-packed detailed, oriented, systematic approach to living your best life. Now today's episode is sponsored by Thrive Elite Greens. Thrive Elite Greens is the best tasting, most electrifying, immune boosting supplement on the market today. I use it every single day to break my fast. One serving provides you with 12 to 15 servings of fruits and vegetables. And if you're anything like me, you don't even get close to the amount of fruits and veggies that you need on a daily basis. All you have to do is go to thriveforeverfit.com, click the shop button, scroll down. You'll see the elite greens along with all the other supplements that I offer. I promise you it is delicious nutritious and amazing for your body and your immune system as a whole. We're coming into that time of year, that season where people start to get a little down in the dumps with their immune systems, sicknesses and illnesses and all of those things. So do everything you can to fortify that with the nutrients you need to make yourself as healthy as you can possibly be. All right, guys, let's get to the show. What is happening, beautiful humans of the internet? First and foremost, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. I know there are a billion things that you could be listening to or watching right now. And I just want to let you know how grateful I am for you for liking the same things that I like, for listening to me rant and ramble and and sometimes rage about things that I find entertaining, engaging, meaningful, purposeful. And that's what today's show is going to be all about. I'm going to answer a age old question, maybe not framed in this exact terminology, but I think you'll understand it is, can a foodie be fit? Now, the word foodie is really, really buzzy and popular right now. Like it's one of those things where like, if if you're a foodie, then you like all these you know, like nuances of uh, food and textures and taste and, you know, um, what is it, ugami or, no, it's not edamame, that's soybeans. What is the name? Umami, like, you know, like the combination of all the different senses and smells and sights. And, you know, I think the only thing, maybe you can, not you can even hear food, right? Because you can hear it cooking. So I think you, you can engage all the senses. So can that person who loves food that much be fit? And the answer is, of course they can. I love food. I love food. I mean, I love the taste bud popping awesomeness of food, but I still love to be in good shape. So the answer is, of course you can. Now, before you cancel your gym membership, before you throw out all of your elite greens and your protein supplements and your brass chain amino acids and head out for that belly bust and splurge, I need you to hear me out. I need you to at least listen to the end of the podcast. But in all seriousness, I love food. I would consider myself a foodie. I like really good food. And I like all kinds of food. like one of my favorite foods and it's it's not even I wouldn't even consider it gourmet or or that really awesome is nachos like I'm a I like for some reason I like to use things as vessels, like edible things as vessels, right like a chip engaged with you know awesome you know grilled chicken or beef and jalapenos and a little bit of cheese and some onions and cilantro and like maybe a little bit of refried beans. Like that's like the, I mean, holy, yes, I love that. I just got hungry, salivated a little bit, thinking about it. But what I don't do is I don't overindulge in nachos, but I love them. If I can get my hands on some high quality nachos, I'm gonna have them, right? If it fits in the spectrum of what it is that I'm trying to do. I'll give you another example. Like I am not a huge pizza person. Like I will never order Domino's pizza. I'm never gonna say, "Hey, babe, let's go out for pizza tonight." But what I do do is this: we go to Las Vegas quite a bit. If you follow me enough, you probably know that. Um, the Cosmopolitan Hotel is my favorite hotel, and they have a place in there called Secret Pizza. There's no sign. There's no anything. It's not even on their website. It's called Secret Pizza. It's a long hallway. This tiny little room at the end, and they sell pizza by the slice. I think you can get full pizzas as well. You know, but almost. I'd say virtually 90% of the time that I go there, I always, can you say 90% of the time and then say always, I'm going to do it. It's like that, um, what was the thing where it says 60% of the time it works every time. That was from uh, Anchorman, I think it was. Um, Sex Panther was the cologne. Someone, I don't even know. My references are, are just popping into my brain as I think, and they're just flying out of my mouth. So just bear with me if you're not an Anchorman fan. But anyway, I usually have a slice of pizza when I'm there. Because I love it, it's good. They have a meat lovers pizza, like it's outstanding. But did you hear what I said? I have a slice when I'm there, like one slice of pizza. I don't get two, I don't get three, I don't get a full pie. So, and it's it's outstanding. Like the 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 crust is so crispy, and the undercarriage is perfectly crisp, and there's a little char. The cheese is perfect. There's not too much of it, but there's just enough. The meat is there's plenty of it, but not over the do. It is unbelievable. I love it. But you would say, well, that's not not fit food, right? Nachos aren't fit food. Like, and I'm just giving you two examples of things that we would look at on a chart and say, well, those two things, I can't eat those if I want to be healthy and if I want to be fit. And that's just a blatant lie. That's just not the factual truth. And so what you have to understand is that everything is in the spectrum of what you are allowed to eat as a human. Like I'm a nutrition coach. Like I'm a transformation and human optimization coach. I help people lose hundreds of pounds, 50 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever it is. Like that is my, one of my core business ventures is I help people get fit. But what I don't do is I don't deprive them and I don't starve them. And I don't want them to have a bad relationship or a negative relationship with food, because when people come to me, they usually already have that relationship. So what I want to do is I want to repair that relationship. And guys, if you listen to my podcast, I think it was two podcasts ago when I said from fat boy to fitness pro, like go back and listen to that episode. Like I had a bad relationship with food, but it wasn't the foods that I was eating. It was the relationship I had with those foods that caused me my problems. And so when I repaired that relationship, just like you repair any relationship, and now we're we're on beautiful terms. We love each other, me and food, that is. It's not a problem for me. I can easily walk down that aisle and get a slice of pizza, a slice of pizza, and feel really good about it. I can easily have some nachos and feel really good about having those nachos. I can easily eat anything on the planet that I want. And let's pause really quick, because if you guys know me and you've heard me speak before, I'm not a huge advocate of dairy. Like, I'm not a big fan of people having daily dairy intake because of what it does internally. Gastrointestinally, it's one of the most inflammatory things that we can ingest. So you just heard what I said. Pizza, nachos, both of those. One of the core ingredients of both is cheese dairy. So with that said, what I want you guys to understand is like everything in moderation, right? Everything in, everything in intelligence, meaning I intelligently eat everything on the planet that I want. If I want it, you guys have heard me use chocolate chip cookies as a reference. Like I'm not a massive dessert guy, but I don't deprive myself. I don't, I don't, and there's no abstinence in my life when it comes to foods. Like I can eat anything I want whenever I want because of the relationship that I have. And so to answer the question, can you be a foodie? Can you love food and textures and smells and flavors and tastes and all those things and still be fit? The answer is 100% yes. But the key is your relationship with food has to be in good working order. And what I mean by that is let's go back to the pizza reference. I'm not going to house an entire pizza right i'm not going to eat a whole medium or large pizza i'm not going to eat a giant plate of nachos for lunch and then have pizza for dinner like i'm going to do everything in moderation and with modification so i know that i'm going to continue to be able to be fit because here's the deal i love food all the beauties of it but i also love the feeling of being fit So how do you marry those two? Well, I've just given you a couple of examples. First of all, it's repairing your relationship with food, acknowledging your relationship with food first and foremost. Everybody, guys, everybody that's listening to this podcast right now has an addictive personality. Everybody, all humans do. And a lot of us have a addictive personality, especially when it comes to food. Certain kinds of food. Like I know people that can't be around one certain type of food because of the current relationship they have with it because they, they're they not able to just have one or two. They have to eat the entire box, bag or plate of it. So that's what you want to repair. Like that's the key to the entire thing. Like, because like, listen, like going through drive-thrus every single day and getting foods out of bags and boxes is not, that's not being a foodie. That's not loving food. That's actually having a, a dysfunctional relationship with food. Now, I'm not saying you can't love that type of food. Like there's there's a, certain, there's a certain nostalgia to certain fast foods. Like maybe you grew up like you and your dad or you and your mom or you and your grandpa used to go to McDonald's as like your little thing. So there's a certain nostalgia to that. And I still get that. So I'm not saying you can't. If you go to McDonald's, then you're a, you're a horrible human. You can still do that, but you shouldn't do, if you wanna be fit, right? Let's pull back on the reins and say, well, what? whoa, wait a minute. If you wanna be a foodie and still be fit, you can't have, or you shouldn't have, or you probably don't wanna have fast foods in your daily, even weekly regimen of your nutritional intake. And so it's really that simple. It's about the relationship That I have with food is what allows me to be as fit as I desire to be and also not have to say no to anything that I want. Right. And so it's that last minute. You know, I had a coaching call yesterday and it boiled down to this. The client was like, you know, there's 28 days in February. And so far, you know, we were at day, I don't even know what day it is today. I think we're 10 days in. And they said 50% of the time they've planned and prepared. And have ate gorgeously, the other 50%, they haven't. And that is what has led them to eating foods in quantity that don't serve them. This is, I'm talking about this is a person that weighs over 300 pounds. And they want to lose weight. And so that 50% of the time that they didn't plan and prepare, they didn't eat within the, within the confines of their goals. And it leads them to being stuck at that 300-pound mark. Now, this same human that weighs 300 pounds can still eat the pizza and the nachos and the burgers and the fries that I talked about. But if you think about it from this perspective, if they, they, I was going to say prepared, if they worked on and corrected their relationship with food, meaning even if you don't prepare, why does that lead you to have to make that fast food decision, right? Like why does lack of preparation lead you to the Domino's pizza order? It could easily lead you to a salad order, right? There's, I mean, what is it, Grubhub or Grubstub? I don't really use any of those, but like people will drop food off at your front door right now. You don't have to go anywhere. So the idea that like it's only certain foods that can be delivered, that's a thing of the past. What we have access to now is like, lack of preparation could be having grilled chicken or salmon or steak or salads or anything healthy delivered to your home. But it can also be having that burger and fries delivered to your home. And if the relationship is in working order, and you've prepared and planned for that, and it's part of your master plan, then there's no harm, no foul. It's not going to do you any, it's not going to do you any injustice to your goals to have that particular food. And this goes for desserts. This goes for beverages. This goes for beer. Like, you know, let's, let's talk about alcoholic beverages. Cause one of the first things that people ask me is like, Jay, do I have to stop drinking? I want to be fit. Can I have to stop drinking? Guys, I consume alcoholic beverages. I like great champagne. I like great wine. I like certain cocktails and I'm fit because I'm, I work them into my relationship, right? This, I still count those as food, as as intake, even though there's really no nutritional value. And you know, on paper, you know, all alcohol would look to be damaging or harming, but you can still be fit and have those things. So I get a lot of guys, especially, they're like, hey, man, I love cold beer. Like, I love beers. Like, I love IPAs and, 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 and I, there's, I don't even, I'm not a beer guy, but like, you know, these heavy, thick craft beers, Jay. I don't want to give it up. My first answer is you don't have to. Like you don't have to give those beers up. Now, if you're crushing a sixer of IPAs every single night, you're going to run into some problematic things when when you're assessing your fitness level and your fitness journey. But if you're willing to crush IPAs on Saturday, maybe have three of them and then have like some light beer instead, right? And like, modification, moderation, like those are the keys, but you don't have to give up those things that you love. Right, because let's, let's be honest, there's no, there's really no happiness in excess. If we really think about it, and pause on that statement for a minute, there's really no happiness in excess. When we overeat, do you really feel great? No, there's not many worse feelings, at least in my brain that I can think of is when you, you have that belly bulge that feels like it's just gonna pop. Like, we've all eaten to that level, but you just feel horrible. There's no excess in the overconsumption of alcohol. Like, who wants to throw up and be hung over and, and not know what they're doing and lose control of their faculties and, like, all that? Nobody. Feels horrible. So there's no, there's no value. There's no, there's no positive value in excess of anything. And so that's where the, the repair of the relationship needs to come in. It's like, you don't have to give up anything. You really don't. But what you have to do if you're someone who desires to be, and let's even take the word fit and like kind of pare it down a little bit and say, just healthy, just like, you know, live in a life of wellness, like optimized health where you don't have to worry about like preventable diseases. You know what I mean? And you don't have to worry about your heart getting bad. You don't have to worry about high cholesterol. You don't have to worry about diabetes or the obesity or the things that come along with the excess of all those things. But really, it boils down to the repair of the relationship, right? And the acknowledgement of the current relationship. And then setting parameters around that relationship that allow you to not feel deprived, to not feel starved, and allow you to be happy and healthy and and be a foodie at the very, very same time. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of you guys aren't going to believe this, but I love food. Like, I think, I'm going to say people like me, like, I'm a stereotype myself people in the fitness world, right? Like I own a fitness studio. Like part of my life is if I'm telling you to be fit, I should be fit, right? It's like one of my core values. Like I I can't stand fit quote unquote fitness professionals who are overweight, dudes with dad bods telling you that you're doing something wrong or telling you how to fix your life, right? It's just one of my core things be mad at me for saying that, do whatever you need to do with that information, but I don't don't think it's appropriate. So what I have to do is being fit's part of who I am. It's part of my jam, but I love food. And the bad rap that we get is like, all I eat is air and drink water. Could not be further from the truth. I mean, I just told you one of my favorite foods, spoiler alert, is nachos. Is the pizza from the Cosmopolitan at Secret Pizza. Like I'll have desserts, like I'll eat virtually anything that I want. Like we went to, I went to dinner the other night at, a, at somebody's house that I hadn't been to before. Um, yeah, met them before, but never had dinner at their house. And I get the rap of like, oh, hey, Jay, we want, everything's going to be healthy. I, I didn't have this. I said, hey, listen, I'm here for fun. Like tonight, I'm going to eat any, this guy's a chef. I'm going to eat anything you make, anything. You put a loaf of bread down in front of me and you say you made it, I'm going to have some. You put a pizza in front of me and say you made it, I'm gonna have some. You have dessert, I'm gonna have some, if I want some, right? I don't care if you use dairy in the soup. I don't care if you, did. If you, I don't care. Cause I, cause I've, my relationship with food allows me not to care. I'm there for the experience. I'm there for the, the entertainment of having a chef cook me a meal. I'm, I'd be a savage lunatic if I said, hey don't put this in there, chef, like do it my way, like complete lunatic, right? Like who would do that? So my point to saying all that is guys, you can be fit and you can still love food. I mean, love it, like get excited about it, but make sure that before you decide one way or the other, right? Well, I can't love food and be fit, or I can't be fit and love food. Assess your relationship, that's really where it all starts and ends. Assess your relationship with food. How are you guys doing? You guys mad at each other? You guys yelling at each other? You guys consistently fighting? Fix that first. Then you can decide, I can be fit and still a foodie. I can still love food and be fit. I'm a living example. And I know tons of people that are living the exact same lifestyle. And that's really what it is. This is why I call Thrive Forever Fit Lifestyle Transformation Program, right? It's not a diet. There's no D word in, the, in, in, any, of my, in any of my marketing or any of my web anything, unless I'm talking crap on it. I don't believe in it. You shouldn't believe in it. It's failed you enough, right? Diets have failed us all plenty. It's that dysfunctional relationship we keep coming back to because they say, no, I love you again. No, you don't, right? Diets don't love you you got to love you. And then you love you. You create the lifestyle that is lovable for you. That includes all the foods that you love. That includes being and feeling fit. That's rock star level living. Like that's awesome, right? Like that's what we're all here for. That's hero level shit. That's exciting. Guys, I appreciate you listening. I love you. Like I said at the beginning, Grateful doesn't even begin to sum up how I feel about you and you watching this and liking this and sharing this and and telling people about um, my messaging and what I do. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I've got a couple of free things that'll give you access to more of me if God knows if anybody even wants that. But if you do, if you're crazy like me, I've got a free Facebook group called the Wellness Lab Launchpad. Some of you guys are in there. It's free. Join nothing to lose. I talk about stuff like this in there all the time, fitness, food, movement, mindset. When you get in there, interact. Like, let's talk. Let's have some communication. right? If you're somebody who needs a higher level of coaching, like some either one-on-one time with me or to be part of one of my, my more intensive paid programs, I have a thing called the Thrive Forever Fit program. Both of those options are in the show notes, obviously, but they're easy. Wellness Lab Launchpad on Facebook, Thrive Forever Fit. You'll go to my website, you'll see all my jam Reach out to me if you need anything. I'm here to help you. I want you to be a foodie and I want you to feel fit and I want you to feel awesome. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Be awesome to each other and I'll see you soon. All right, bye.